Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us again, because I'm sure this is the at least second time you're listening to Five Songs or Less. This is Danny. This week I punished Dante with Martha, the band Martha, not a person named Martha. Hello, Dante. I've been waiting since um, sometime yesterday evening for you to take your move in Ticket to Ride. And uh, I don't know if you have time right now, but I have time right now for you to wait for you to make your move so that we can get this game a going. Is this game almost over? It's pretty, it's getting pretty close. Okay. Firing up the app, signing okay. in t- with my Apple ID or whatever. Okay. Play. Online. Resume. <laughs> this game. Play. All right. Let's see. What am I doing here? Oh, I'm getting my ass kicked. That's what I'm doing here. <laughs> oh, brother. What was I thinking? <laughs> um. Okay. Let's see. All right, it is your turn. I have picked two cards. Okay, I just got the notification. Great. I'll resume this later. Okay, cool. (laughs) Check, let's check that off the list. Item one. Hey, Dante, how have you been, buddy? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing okay. I keep, uh, I have my sweater on and I get really hot. And then I take it off and I get really cold. I need something in between. I need like a cardigan or something right now. This hoodie is a little too toasty for me. Huh. What, what, do you have any sort of like a long sleeve shirt? I believe I do have one long sleeve shirt. But I'll just suffer. I can, I'll roll up my sleeves. How's that sound? Sounds sexy. You, I, I don't know if you can hear some batting around, but... Uh, my boy has uh, found either his little ball with a bell in it or maybe something that he shouldn't be playing with and is mm-hmm. just batting it up against my um, windowed, not windowed, mirrored closet doors. <laughs> They're Aww. windows, so I can always see where my clothes are. <laughs> Dante, you went to a concert. I did. But first. But first. You didn't go to Boulder City. I did not go to Boulder City. How was not going to Boulder City? It was great. It was great. The amount of stress that left my body when Amanda said, hey, we need to cancel our hotel reservation because we can't go to Boulder City now because the the facility or old folks home or whatever you want to call the place where they live is locked down due to COVID for some reason. Not sure if somebody has it or if they're just taking extra precautions. And has been locked down for weeks. Would have been nice to know this ahead of time. Uh, but yeah, we're going to try to go again next month, though. There's another uh, three-day weekend next month, so we're going to try to do do that around then. These are grandparents, correct? Amanda's These grandparents, yes. The, the nice thing about delaying something a month is a non-zero chance you've delayed it forever. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Um, so how did they take it? Because clearly, I'm assuming they thought, oh, no big deal. That w-. Well, no, so you they're in lockdown, so you could not have gone. We, Is that correct? Like they would not have allowed you to see that. She said, or Nana said, uh, that it adults are allowed in the building, masked and whatnot, probably vaccinated. I'm not sure, but we are, so fine. 
kids are not though. And so we weren't going to like, all right, kids wait in the car. We'll see you later. You know? So yeah, she's like, Oh, and they'll probably be, they'll probably get rid of the restrictions by Saturday. You'll be fine. Like, well, we were planning on driving home on Saturday. So that's still also Nana is, uh, is that hunch based on nothing? Yep. Yep. (laughs) Based on nothing. (laughs) The, uh, I, I know there's not, maybe a lot of uh cool cool cred that comes along with ah i remember this funny family guy bit (laughs) Uh uh-huh but uh i I believe it was brian the dog Mm -hmm. and i believe peter and i i don't remember the context but peter or wait is brian the dog brian's the dog brian is the dog yes yeah Someone stupider than Brian says, oh, I think I I think I heard that. I think I read it in a book. And Brian goes, are you sure it was a book? Are you sure it wasn't nothing? <laughs> and uh, that has stuck good. with me for like 20 years. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Every, every once in a while, they've got some gems. We've been watching RuPaul's Drag Race on Paramount Plus. We have we pay for Paramount Plus, but we don't pay the they have like two separate tiers where you can pay and still have to watch ads or you can pay and not have to watch ads. We have the lower tier where we still have to watch ads. So they keep showing ads for whatever South Park is doing right now. And I just I have no interest in watching South Park. Did you ever I, get into I, South Park? I think that's okay. I I mean Comedy Central was like the main channel i would watch like Mm -hmm. as a high school kid in my room when i had a tv in my room Ooh, fancy um yeah yeah so i I watched a decent amount of south park Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's not like i'm a i mean i maybe watched total of two seasons or something yeah 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 haven't i don't know the last time i haven't watched an episode in like 15 years or more yeah there was a, a few years back i think Either before, right before we had kids, or maybe we only had one, uh, we went and like rewatched everything, the whole series of South Park. Of South Park, yes. Wow. Yeah. So we watched, we rewatched all of it, and you know, at her Amanda's request. Yeah, it was Amanda's Amanda's choice, ladies' choice, if you will. And you know, some of it holds up, a lot of it doesn't. And we got to the whatever current season it was on. It was about cancel culture or what culture, like kind of the beginnings of, of that kind of stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Me too and all that kind of stuff. And I just I wasn't a fan of their take on it. And then we just stopped watching and forgot about it. And now they're doing some something about COVID. And I'm just like, yeah, no. They're like older. It's like the them as adults now or something it looks like. Like just for this episode, for or? the co- for the COVID specials or whatever, I don't know. It's 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 hard. I, I'm only half paying attention most of the time because I'm either playing Ticket to Ride or uh, watching TikTok or doing crosswords during the commercials. So, boy, you you really need to just go sit out in the forest and let your brain chill. No, no, I worry. I worry about you. Why would I do that? Why would I do that? It's too much stimulation, my man. Did you like the the drum TikTok I sent you? No. <laughs> Did you watch it? It was yes. It was weird. That's a weird <laughs> sex thing for someone. First of all, it's the only reason that exists. It was 
a woman sort of kind of dressed as Toad from Mario. (laughs) And uh, she was drumming Chop Suey. Uh Uh-huh. And singing as a Toad impression? Uh, Yeah, it was a Toad voice. And it's really funny. No. It was disturbing. (laughs) Uh, It's embarrassing. She should be embarrassed um, if, like... If her parents are alive, <laughs> they should not talk to her. Oh, it's, Weird. It's funny, and she's a really stop. good drummer. So it stop it sending makes it me even better. TikToks. I, no more TikToks. I got another one to send you. I almost sent you another one this morning. I was like, no, Dante's not even going to like this one. So <laughs> he's not going to like this. Like he loved the Toad one. <laughs> there's no, there's no slight chance Dante would be interested in this. So hey, man, unless it's followed by. The wet sprocket? I'm not interested in your toad TikToks. That's pretty good. Um, but Danny, I I did go to a concert. You did. Uh, lots to talk about. This is going to be the Me Without You concert recap extravaganza yeah. featuring 15 minutes of Martha. <laughs> um, this this was a a, a lot of firsts. Uh-huh. This was obviously the first concert either of us have seen since we started doing this, I believe. Have you gone to a show since? Uh, since we started? No, no, I have not been to a show since we started doing the podcast. And so the the overlap is nice. This is also the first concert either of us have been to of a band we've talked about on the mm-hmm. pod. Mm-hmm. This is the first concert I've, I don't know, like this is 100% accurate. But it's like the first show of a band like that I like knew of and wanted to go see mm-hmm. since I believe Joy Formidable in 2011 or 2012. Wow. Yeah. Well, like I, I had a period where like mostly in high school where I would go to concerts and not even a ton. Like I went to see Coheed a handful of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to like the Download Fest. I went to one Warped Tour, mm-hmm. I think, in San Francisco. Then when I moved to Sacramento to go to college uh, to get my very valuable education, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I saw you know a handful of shows like I saw Jimmy World. Uh oh, I told you about the story of driving to, from Sacramento to San Francisco yes. to see Say Anything. Yes, and uh, hearing like the last chord ring out to Alive with the Glory of Love and then being like, well, I'm going to go home because I'm not sticking around for Hello Goodbye. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to You, you walked into that old. concert and you were like, hello, goodbye. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Can he even say that? <laughs> but and yeah, and then after that, it was just like shows of like friends bands. Yeah, sure. So here's what uh, being out of practice, like out of concert practice Here's what really struck me. Okay. It's so loud. <laughs> yeah. It w- and I don't know anything about anything. Did you did you bring earplugs? No. Oh, I can't go to a concert without earplugs anymore. I think that's the right call. Yeah. That I I would never wear earplugs. Ever 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 wear earplugs to shows and then I think my Maybe third or fourth show with with Battle Hag, I got some nice earplugs, um, not just like the foamy shitty ones, you know. Yeah, and I will never go back. Like, if I forget them at practice or something, 
I've, I either can't practice or I have to go get them because it's too loud. Yeah. Well, especially when you're in a room next to a drum set. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, come, come on, dude. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. Um, did yeah. You, did you it, have like toilet paper in your ear or anything? Yeah, I went to the bathroom and uh, took a bunch of toilet paper out of the toilet because that way it wads easier. Yes, exactly. But actually, you know, it, it wasn't the drums. It was his vocals. His mm. vo- I thought mm. his vocals were like turned up too loud or something. Like, Interesting. It was very, maybe not to the point of being blown out, but it was like, it was overwhelming all of the other music going on, in my opinion. Shugay's girlfriend did not share in this opinion. Okay. She thought the the mix or whatever was fine. Okay. Um, but she is tougher than me and has been to a lot more shows than I have. Okay. So she's good. She's um, been to more shows recently too, right? Uh, she saw Orville Peck like in the summer, I think. I guess that would be that's, super loud. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But uh, also, so here, here's something that I need you to do some in, investigating on. Okay, is it the set list that they played? Because that's what I'm currently looking it up. The, that is on the agenda. We will get to that. Okay. I kind of want to close with the set list and talk about some of that stuff. Okay. I believe only two usual members were there. I did notice that the bass player did not look familiar to me. I. That was the big blonde guy, I believe. Yeah, with big floppy hair. He yeah. moved around a little differently than the regular bass player. To to our left, if looking at the bass player, to our left, there was another guitarist. Uh, did not appear to be uh, Aaron's brother. Okay. I don't know if I... I maybe I can send uh, a photo. I did take a couple photos. I sent you mostly video. Yeah, you sent me videos. I'm look, pulling them up right now here. It's hard to tell because they're all... This is something else I want to talk about. They are all masked save for the drummer. Yes. And near the end of... It was actually like after, so they did their the normal set, the brother sister album. Uh-huh. There's only like, n- not even a minute goes by before Aaron comes back out, picks up an acoustic guitar, yeah, and plays uh, a couple songs. And then after that, when the whole band comes out and they're all like getting tuned up or whatever, Aaron's chit chatting. Uh-huh. He he mentions that we are seeing the first and possibly only time they'll ever perform in masks. I guess the previous shows on this tour, they weren't wearing masks. He uh-huh. said this was the first time he had done it. And I believe from what I noticed, he was double masked at the very beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. And then I think at some point during the set, he kind of like went to the side of the stage and took off the mask that was underneath. Yeah, yeah. Um, which makes sense. I mean, the dude's trying to sing. Yeah. And I understood why the... Uh, why the drummer wasn't wearing a mask, uh, as Shugay's girlfriend uh, put it. Yeah, he's doing cardio. <laughs> he certainly is. But yeah, so so from Shugay's girlfriend's estimate, only Aaron and the drummer Ricky were usual members. Okay. And that she she did not recognize the other three guys, did not think the other guitarist was Aaron's brother, who I'm sorry, I'm calling Aaron's brother. I forget your name. I don't know Danny, I'm sure either. you, I'm sure you know it as a me without you super fan. Nope. Aaron's brother sounds sounds about right to me. Oh, uh, that stinks for Aaron's brother. <laughs> um, and then the the other guitarist, the like to the right on those like pictures and videos, uh-huh. um, I guess wasn't. Yeah, that guy doesn't look familiar, familiar with the hat on. 
and the longer the long sleeve shirt. Yeah. The guy on the left side though in the short sleeve shirt maybe. It's hard like it, it like you said it's with the mask on it's difficult. Well, anyway, there it there, there was it was not the full band and yeah. I think because of that Shuge's girlfriend mentioned that they kind of sounded different. Hmm. Um than what she's heard in the past. I noticed it most on a part of the set list that I was really excited about, uh, specifically the end of O Porcupine. Mm-hmm. They the the one of the reasons the last like thirty seconds or whatever of that song is so cool is that it's like those dual vocals. Yeah, yeah. Single vocals. Uh, like when you don't get that like kind of like back and forth and like the layers, mm-hmm. it, it really takes away from how great the end of that song is. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, so that's a bummer. That that was that was kind of a bummer. Um but um okay, so some well we'll get more into like the songs here in a sec, but I wanna read some uh, specific concert notes. Okay. okay. Um <laughs> I'm glad you were taking notes at the concert. That's amazing i i didn't know i mean there were mental notes at the concert i wasn't like i, I mean i was on my phone like sending you shit and taking videos and shit for this goddamn podcast you sent me a lot of videos i was very happy about it yeah 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 the, i those were all like back when we got to the hotel but uh-huh. okay so show started at 8 30 okay maybe my favorite thing about the concert done by 945 wow Ooh, baby wow that is pretty good when they started playing in a sweater, mm-hmm. I turned to I turned to Shuge's and I was like, "Is this the last song?" And she goes, "Yeah, of the album." And I was like, "Holy smokes!" Like it flew by. Wow, that's good. Um, which yeah, is that's nice. Yeah, there was early on in the set there was a guy next to Shuge's girlfriend who. I realized was a straight edge fella because of the X on the hand. Ooh, cool. And and the reason that I was able to see the hand was because he had it on his chest. Aw. Like the whole time feeling the music Just so hard. It. Yeah. And here's the thing. Shuge's girlfriend didn't realize that he was straight edge because he was feeling the music so hard. She described him later as, you mean that super drunk guy next to me? <laughs> It's like, no, no, no. You did not pick up on the details. <laughs> he was kind of, he. I don't know where he went to uh-huh. halfway during the show, but he was replaced by kind of like tall, beefy, wearing a New England Patriots beanie guy who was also feeling the music, mm-hmm. but he expressed that by uh, moving around way too goddamn much. Uh, boo. It, it was just go really up, exploring go up front, the space. Dude. Go up front, <laughs> Yeah, and and we were fairly, yeah. Like it wasn't a huge venue, but like we were near the back. There were people still behind us. Mm-hmm. We're not like in the very back, but you were we, at a, a reasonable spot for people of your age. Well, your age. I feel yeah, like Shuga's Shuga, girlfriend could could be up a little, uh, maybe like one or two rows up <laughs> a little closer. Uh, on the drive up, I was like, so like, what type of concert goer are you? Like, where do you like to stand? You know, what, how do you behave? And she's like, well, I'm going to be singing a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, and she goes, yeah, for me with that, you typically, I like being towards the front. And I was like, mm, maybe not this time for so many reasons. <laughs> but yeah. And so that guy, he like, and I think she, his girlfriend kind of gave him a few elbows. Oh, to good. Good. Back the frick off. And 
I was behind him and I just saw the colors of his beanie and I was like, I bet you that's a Patriots beanie because this guy sucks. <laughs> when when the encore was done, mm-hmm. what does the drummer do when the show's over? Uh, walks off the stage. Right before that, or maybe while he's doing that. Throws the sticks to the crowd. Throws the sticks to the crowd. Okay. Ricky, for as much as I enjoyed watching him, my eyes were fixed on him for for quite a while. It's, it's hard to take your eyes off him when he's drumming. He's a very animated drummer. Very, oh, a lot of good faces, mm-hmm. tongues out, mm-hmm. uh, mouth is agape. He's, he also um, sits, he has his throne, if you will, very high. Yes, I, I noticed that. Oh, and his drums are like so far below him, mm-hmm. which is a real powerful stroke that <laughs> that guy's given. But I believe he had both six in one hand, tossed them both at once, and I I am assuming multiple like two people walked out of there with sticks. Uh-huh. But it was not impossible to think one person could have been put their hands up and went boop boop yeah. and caught yeah. both. You got to spread the love, Come my on, man. man. Come on. And also, I I don't know. I have mixed feelings on this. Like in in sporting events, when like sometimes you see basketball players will like give a shoe to like a kid. Okay. Okay. You know, and like that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Or like a, a hockey player will like throw a puck or something like sure. over the the glass to to a kid. But I'm always like, and you you don't know, but it's always boy. I bet you the kid's sitting up, up real high. I bet they would appreciate that a lot. Oh, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And it's not quite the same at, at a concert because it's all general admission. You kind of have to fight to get up there. Yeah, so maybe yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, these are the more intense fans or whatever. Yeah. I, I walked out of the uh, Puyallup County Fair concert where I saw <laughs> Jaguar Love, <laughs> uh, brand new, and then Coheed. I walked out of there with, with me and my sister walked out of there with a stick each. Wow. And that was because... These motherfuckers flung those sticks a mile, uh, which was very cool. Cool. Good. But uh, anyway. What are, okay. What are the notes you got? So so back to Ricky, the drummer. Mm-hmm. I was reading about he he's uh, he plays CNC drums. They they all play CNC drums. Mm-hmm. Everybody oh, plays from the, CNC from drums. From the music factory. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's where that's where they make the drums. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was inspired by Jimmy Chamberlain, which huh, okay. Uh, okay, okay, he's a good and drummer. Dave, no, absolutely, yeah. and Dave Grohl. Uh, okay, I'm I'm just kind of surprised. Yeah, um, though I will say, and this is Ricky is a fantastic drummer. Yeah, absolutely, the drumming isn't like super technical no. in Me Without You, and and Dave Grohl is not a super technical drummer. It's it's like intensity mm-hmm. and play with passion mm-hmm. and and play hard for sure and so i can kind of see where that comes in yeah totally jimmy chamberlain is a super technical drummer yeah, he's fucking good but hey i like this mashing pumpkins too so, <laughs> um he uh he also on that page it says like it's just like a couple quick lines and you can tell cnc drums like probably don't even know who he is because yeah, yeah yeah what band is he in me space without oh. space you <laughs> Come on, um, guys. Yeah. Didn't you listen to the podcast? I think we talked about that. <laughs> he, uh, Ricky urges drummers to protect their hearing because I guess he's got some some hearing damage. Sure, sure. So let's be careful out there, you guys. Yeah, we said it earlier. Um, we'll say it again. Wear earplugs. He also says in this like column he wrote for Modern Drummer, 
he says, be nice to sound guys. That was his like big, oh, big word of advice sure. for, for gigging drummers. Yeah. Um, Agreed. All right. Um, do you, do you want to talk about the, the set list? You have that up? I do have the set list up. So obviously so, they, but, but that. huh? Yes. Obviously they played anyway, so that, Brother Sister, <laughs> the album of which I guess had an anniversary. My favorite Me Without You album. So I would have loved to go to this concert. Uh, how, after the concert, I think the next day, they were going to play in Utah and they had announced that multiple people got COVID in their band or, and or crew. And it was canceled. Yeah. And you had been hoping for that announcement no, 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 no. A no, little what? sooner. Ha, 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 ha. You're funny. <laughs> How do you feel about that hope now? No, I mean, I'm I'm glad I went. Yeah. I'm glad I saw them. It was it was a good show, and and Shuge's girlfriend really had a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all, our hotel was like two minutes away from this uh, vegan restaurant mm-hmm. that we had two meals. From I saw some I sent you pics. pictures. Yeah, I had a uh, like a barbecue brisket burger, mm. and then the next day had a uh, chicken bacon avocado club. Yeah, uh, both were very good. Shiggy's girlfriend got a French dip. Wow. Holy smokes, that was that was the the bite of the trip. I think right that's there. what I would order because I when I ate meat, I loved a French dip. French dips are great. That's good. I don't know if it was a limited time. I guess it doesn't matter. There's not one of these places around you. But What was it called again? So it is called Native Foods. Okay. I could not remember this. And I was like, "Where? what's this place we're going to? Is it like Humane Tiding? <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know where that came from. But now Humane Tidings, uh, I really want to be the name of something. Sure, sure, sure. Let's see. There are some in Southern California, so no luck for me. Danny, I was curious from that set list, uh-huh. um, but both from the brother sister part and the encore. What songs like do you really wish you could see live again? Really, anything off of off of uh, brother sister. If I could relive the concert, I if I could relive the concert and have brought my camera to the concert when they were touring that album. Oh, good Lord. That is, that is a time travel that I would time travel. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. You're, you are saying, Oh, good Lord. That would have been a nice experience. Not that that is the song you would have liked to see. No, just, just reliving okay. that concert because yes, it, okay. they played, I don't think they played the entire album, but they played the majority of the album. And I, I talked about this on that episode, but they had, uh, people, you know, locals come up and, and this on, I believe it was in a, it was either in a sweater. Yes, it was in a sweater, poorly knit. They had a couple people come up just like locals. They said, bring instruments, just not guitars or drums, uh, basses, like, you know, keyboards or whatever. The, the dual vocals on Oh, oh Porcupine, uh, a woman went up and did the, the uh, Jeremy Enix part on that. And it was fucking amazing. Uh, but they had, these two guys came up with buckets and drumsticks and they did uh, the extra drums and stuff on a, in a sweater poorly knit at the end. And, oh, it was fucking amazing, man. It was beautiful. Where, where was this at? At Boardwalk. 
in sack or orange veil. But yeah, it was. So I, I just want to say, I truly thought you were saying, oh, I wish I could see them play the song, Oh, Good Lord. Oh, <laughs> oh Good Lord. Which is absolutely a. It could have been a title. Me Without You. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As far as the encore, Jan- I mean, January 1979 is an all time great fucking song. Why I didn't put it on your playlist is anybody's guess. Uh, but didn't you also say Fox's dream of the log flume was one you were considering? Yes, that one was on the playlist for a little while. Also a good song. Mexican war streets. is also a very good song. Nothing off of their first album, which is a bit of a bummer. I could definitely go for shoegaze girlfriend said they played something. Maybe it was Mexican war streets. That was off like an, an early EP or something. I don't, I, I don't remember. I thought she said something was off in, in e, like some EP. And hmm. Maybe I just assumed it meant it was a really early thing and it actually wasn't. Who knows? Who knows? I actually don't reckon. Leave It There is a cover. The first oh boy. song. Yeah, let's... Uh, are you familiar with that? No. Uh, let me read you a couple lyrics. Uh, here's the chorus. Take your burden to the Lord, leave it there, leave it there, leave it there. Take your burden to the Lord. Uh, Just take your burden to the Lord, oh, and leave it there. If you trust him through your doubt, he will surely bring you out. Take your burden to the Lord, leave it there. So it was just a straight up, like, full-on Christian Mm -hmm. song that he opened the encore with. No thanks. Yeah. Personally, not that impressed with the encore set. Well, let me tell you. Okay. I... Besides January 1979, didn't know any of these songs. Mm-hmm. I knew you had mentioned Fox's something or other. Yeah. I could not tell you what the full title was. Mm-hmm. But on the drive down to Denver that night, Shoegaze played Julia, parentheses, mm-hmm. or Holy to the Lord on the Bells of Horses. And the last song, 9.27 a.m., July 29th. Mm-hmm. Julia was the first song that they played as a full band in the encore. Uh-huh. And it fucking rocks. Yeah. That song is really good. Okay. And it made me think, and I don't know if this is possible, but I we listened to another song off like a couple of their mo- their two most recent albums. Mm-hmm. Or maybe their most recent album, like 2018, right? Uh, yeah, I think that's around when it came out. And I was like, this might be more my speed. Hmm. Hmm. It's a it's a little less sporadic in terms of instrumentation mm-hmm. like like me without you uh, especially on first listen it's like is everyone playing their own song <laughs> and and julia like maybe and i i see where maybe fans go oh this isn't the me without you i love mm-hmm. it's kind of more straight ahead like harder it's not like hard rock but it's like harder yeah. indie rock or yeah. alt rock or whatever but i really liked it it kind of reminded me of some like harder Manchester Orchestra songs. Okay, okay. Um, but but better. Um, I kind of I kind of realized that I don't really like Manchester Orchestra. I like their first weird. album, and you know a few songs here and there after that. But yeah, yeah. But I feel like I should like them a lot. But maybe it was just like when yeah when I heard their first two albums for me, mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, I really really like this. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know, it fizzled. Yeah, the the later albums, uh, the last two anyway, I I like them. They're good. Uh, they feel more like uh, 
Me Without You, if they had kind of progressed on the path they were going with their first two albums uh, and not kind of split off into this weird folky and just caught, got more straightforward. Because I feel like yeah. from the first album to the second album, they got a little less hard, uh, a little... <laughs> <laughs> a little less screaming and stuff like that. And then they started getting more folk influences as they went to brother sister and, and their other albums, they got more like folky and, and weird. But instead of taking that direction, I feel like the last two albums that they put out, that's what would have come next if they hadn't gone in those weird directions. So it's right. I think it's like you said, it's, it's, it's good. It's not the me without you that, that Danny fell in love with. How, like, how much have you listened to the last couple of records? A couple times. Like, maybe okay. two, maybe three times each. I Like, I wonder if, like, we, like, played, or if you had heard these songs and you were just told, um, hey, this is a band called... Uh, <laughs> Get your magic cards out. Siachen Glacier Mystery. Oh, okay, okay. No, I'm looking at um, uh, National Geographic Spines. <laughs> okay. So if, if this band was called Glacier Mystery mm-hmm. and you heard these songs, I wonder if you would, you know, come at it without the baggage of, oh, but I want it to be this. Maybe, maybe. Either that or, you know or I, mean? I would be like, oh, it sounds like a like a phoned-in Me Without You ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> I solved uh, the mystery. <laughs> Danny, I, I have an idea for an overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even have my answers sketched out yet, but I just kind of have this idea the way I like as it. I was going over concert notes. You, we can be kind of liberal with what we... Like, we can pick anything. It doesn't, like, okay. no matter how loosely related to the subject. Okay, okay. So overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite, people slash things slash elements of a concert. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Overrated. Wow. Overrated. Um, more than three bands. Does that count? Oh, sure. Yeah. Overrated more than three bands. I guess unless it starts really early, but even still, like, I'm 40. I'm 40. I'm a man. I can't stay up that late. <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah, just it's just too many bands, too many bands. Dante, what do you got? Um, I will say overrated. Uh, the idea of going to a concert, <laughs> like I honestly, I you could tell me that that Coheed and Alcest and Lantlos and Jimmy Eat World, uh-huh. um. And well, now we're getting over the three, the three bands. <laughs> uh, I'm not limit, going, but now. you know, whatever. <laughs> but I would just be like, I have Spotify. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. It's you're like, like I, you're like Millie in that Freaks and Geeks episode. Ooh, blind spot. Oh my god, I forgot. Him. Oh, you've said that before. Uh, they're like, who's Millie? Millie is is the the kind of straight laced religious neighbor that's used as comic relief and a, and a, she's very good 
fun character. She, uh, she, they're trying to get tickets to go. They really want to go see the who Linda Cardellini, uh, her character. And she's like, why do you need to see them in concert? You have the records, which is exactly, uh, Dante is the 2021 version of that. Well, the difference is like, I, I can't get high on life. Okay. Uh, and so I'm not getting any sort of like rush by seeing them live. I'm not like feeling Mm -hmm. the music anymore, Mm -hmm. uh, because I am now essentially, um, just minus the obnoxiousness straight edge. Mm I like, I, I can't like let myself go (laughs) and just like be fully immersed by the moment and the experience and, or the camaraderie of all these people sure, sure, who sure. like the same thing. We all came here to to celebrate. I'm just like, no, like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I just just leave me alone. I'm I'm self conscious. <laughs> yeah, I want to finish my book. Um, <laughs> Ooh, a smart guy. So yeah, so <laughs> uh, I'm writing some fan fiction. Uh, it's called Good Morning Moon. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so just concerts in general overrated to me, Okay, but I also, it's not something I would ever like, I totally understand why people get it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like why people enjoy yeah. it for sure. Yeah. Underrated. Staying home. <laughs> no, cause I do that a lot. <laughs> uh, all of mine are just favorite, not going, <laughs> least favorite going. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what else is overrated? Uh, festivals hate them can't stand festivals here's the here's the thing i would say counter to that i think right now if if like you know not in thinking about cost or parking or camping or any of that shit i might rather go to a festival just because you can escape Mm -hmm. any one performance sure there's like you know there's all these thoroughfares where you or courtyards or whatever where you can just walk around and like people watch and Mm -hmm. that might that could be decently entertaining in its own right sure sure but you're it's it's daytime it's It's probably hot yep Yep. you have to you have to choose potentially choose one band over another to go see that happened to me at the Three or four warp tours I went to, I had to choose which band I wanted to see. The one time I went to Coachella, same thing. No, thank you. Uh, by the way, we don't have to get too old man over this, but did you see the Coachella lineup? Uh, no, I, I've seen some smatterings and headlines about it being Billie Eilish and Kanye, or and, and Harry Styles, and Harry Styles. I don't, I don't fucking care. Whatever. Yeah. But it was, it was it's just that thing that every every lame ass person on Twitter is like Is it is it like know, I oh, remember when Coachella was cool bands or some shit like that? No, no, no. That, that I think it's it's still cool bands and what does it mean that I don't know any of them? Oh, it's that, I see. You know, I it's see. like boy, I'm like I'm like scrolling through all of them and I'm like, uh I guess I know who King what is it? King Blizzard and the oh, King, Blizzard Wizard? King Gizzard. Yeah. Is it King Gizzard? King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard or I don't fucking I never listened to yeah. that. Yeah. It's like, okay, like I, I <clears throat> oh, they're uh, not not for us. Uh 
I recognize that. I recognize Orville Peck is going to be okay. there. Um, uh, I think Japanese Breakfast was going to be mm-hmm. there. Um, I can't imagine Phoebe Bridgers is not going to be there. <laughs> I don't sure, remember sure, seeing sure. her name, but it seems like she absolutely has to be there. Um, by the way, have I ever shared my uh, shared shoegaze girlfriend's opinion on Phoebe Bridgers? No, but I'd love to hear it. Uh, her opinion is essentially she's fine. Mm-hmm. She is totally overblown because she is like objectively attractive, meaning like thin, blonde, okay. like traditionally attractive. Sure. And then, and Shugay's girlfriend would then list like two dozen other female artists that she finds better than Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So it's not that she like thinks she stinks. Yeah, She's yeah. She's just yeah. like she is not as good as her. Yeah. popularity she feels like she's possibly only popular because of the way she looks or it gets more exposure oh, more exposure what, okay yeah. whatever yeah. you know i um, i i could kind of uh jive with that or whatever she's she's fine i actually listened to a bit of her last week or the week before because people are always talking about her and i saw her on snl and that was a cool performance but it's just as far as like a sad lady with a guitar, there's there's plenty of other sad ladies with guitars that I'd rather listen to. Yeah. Personally. Um, she is going to be at Coachella. Okay. There you go. On the same same day as Harry Styles. Anyway, uh, back to underrated. Uh, underrated. Still, um, Hard under, to find one. <laughs> underrated. Uh House shows. House shows are always super, super fun, especially to play. Uh, house show, basement show, whatever you want to pick. Uh, they're always really, really fun. I wish I would have gone to more. I wish the time I went to see a friend of mine, John Flutie, his band uh, called In Desperation played in a basement. Uh, I went and watched them and then I left because pretty much... If a, if a good concert is happening and there's bands that I didn't know were playing at the time, uh, Danny probably left. Uh, Punch <laughs> played later that night, and I'm very, very upset now oh. that I didn't stick around to watch them. <sighs> House shows. Only been to like maybe one. Yeah. One for sure. We'll have to think on the others. Okay. They're always fun. I don't know. I always had the most fun, I think, at house shows. Yeah. Um, underrated part of concerts. It's hard to divorce it from COVID. Because um, mm-hmm. I was like, because oh, I was going to say maybe maybe people watching, like, I like right when I saw, like, totally getting in <clears throat> tune with the, the higher power straight edge guy and then <laughs> overzealous dancer Patriots fan guy. I was like, I'm going to be making fun of both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh boy, underrated, 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 underrated. Hi, yeah, yeah. Hachi machi. Um, this is tough, man. Yeah, I know. I that's why like I talked them. about, that's why I talked about Coachella for so long. <laughs> Yeah, let's pull out some magic cards. All right. Uh, <laughs> ooh, this is a good band name. What do we got? Uh, Jackal Familiar. Wow. Oh, f- their album. March of the Drowned. 
coming 2022. Okay, okay, okay. I went to a concert, underrated aspect of concerts. Okay, well, uh, this is kind of your overrated in a way, but I'll say underrated, brief ones, like brevity. Okay. Well, because here's the thing. Yeah, so, like, yeah. no, I, like I, oftentimes I, when I go to like sporting events, I'm like, oh, like I'm fine if it goes into overtime or mm-hmm. whatever, because it's like I feel like I'm getting more for my ticket. But in concerts, I'm just, like at a certain point, it's like tired of standing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Everyone around me is way too sweaty. I'm way there, too sweaty. There have been concerts especially in the last few years as i'm getting older and stuff where it is a band that i love and i will be like whoo almost done oh fuck another song all right yeah you know what i mean like oh yeah i I feel like when i saw iron chic at press club which was a fucking amazing show but just being like all right uh i'm getting tired (laughs) It's like at a certain point, you're like, I get it. Yeah. I get what yeah. they do. It's, they're loud, and it's these songs I know, but louder. <laughs> uh, when when Me Without You played January oh. 1979, I thought that was going to be the last song. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then Aaron goes, all right, here's our last song. And I was like, ah, all right. Are you all sure? Right. Are you, are you sure? <laughs> Seemed like everyone was really excited about that last yeah, one. Yeah. It's good. But no, yeah. Let's end on a high note play a newer one i guess <laughs> like i'm fine with it but um okay uh, what's your favorite thing about a concert favorite as far as like thing that i just thought about while we were talking seeing an opening band that is really fucking great that i had never heard before is always one of my favorite parts of going to a show two examples in particular that i can think of manchester orchestra Hmm. Playing with opening for me without you at the boardwalk. You the, just you just said you don't really like them that much, but I okay. know I, I I like their first album. They were touring sure. their first album. Uh, they were fucking amazing. Saw them the next day too, and they were less good but still good. Well, they were probably so tired. <laughs> we gave our all in Orangevale. Sorry, San Francisco, and uh, a band called Bridge and Tunnel, who is a band that I might give you someday, depending on how long we do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they opened for propaganda and didn't blow propaganda away because you know propaganda is propaganda or Gandhi uh, <laughs> but they were fucking great I bought their record that night and it was cool that's a really good one I was thinking about doing that for underrated as like discovering mm-hmm. yeah. a, a new band yeah I remember I got really excited about seeing the living end at Warped Tour <laughs> one year. I was like, these guys fucking rock. And but I don't think I ever like followed that up by like buying records or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. But they, they were really, really good live. Sure. For sure. sure. I, I bet they put on a good show. I feel like most bands with a stand-up bass put on a good show. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's when you bring that stand-up bass out, you're saying, All right, I'm I gotta have a certain type of attitude. Yeah. What? Watch, I can stand on this thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one trick. Oh, do you spin it sometimes? Ooh. Two trick pony. I'll say my favorite, <clears throat> and this is a little bit of a cop out, but it, it kind of goes with your house show thing. Mm-hmm. And so since we opened up that door, I'm going to say the favorite thing about concerts, of all the concerts I've been to, 
supporting friends. Oh, it is fun yes. to see friends play. Mm-hmm. And you know, for most of your friends, they don't have nine albums of material, so yeah, the the yeah. concert's not going to be two hours long. <laughs> you get it, it's all people your own age, yeah, and yeah. so back when this was a thing, I would do I would drink beer and like think about all the like people I would want to talk to, but not mm-hmm, ever mm-hmm. actually talk to them. Yeah, pretty it, good. It's always great to go see your friends' bands and just kind of marvel at how talented they are. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes that doesn't work out that way, but, uh, <laughs> we don't have to name names. <laughs> no, I apparently nope, said, no, 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 stop, stop. I don't care. Dante is a good drummer. Um, it's not true, but yeah, it, I just, I always loved just watching my friends play music and being like, Oh, that's so good. How did they come up with this? Yeah. I'm, I, I had that same thought. Cause like even the band we're about to talk to, uh, or talk to. <laughs> oh, we got Martha you, on the line. Wow, cool. I'm nervous now. The oh. man we're about to talk about what? <laughs> I was going to say overrated. Uh, interacting or talking with band members at a show. Ooh, oh, yeah. Would would not dream to want to do that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we're, yeah, okay. That's the band we're going to talk friends. about, yes. Oh, well, j- just that, how you were saying, like, how how did they come up with this? I'm always like, even in bands that they're not like, you know, a band like Martha, where it's mm-hmm. quote unquote kind of simple music, mm-hmm. right? It's like, mm-hmm. but even then I'm like, are they all like classically trained musicians? Yeah. Like, how, yeah. do th- <laughs> how do they know how to write a song and yeah. all this? Um, okay. Least favorites. Oh, I'm first, huh? Uh uh, drunk people, overly drunk people. If you want to get drunk at a show, fine. I don't care. Overly drunk people. Worst experience uh, was uh, my cousin had an extra ticket to go see Ben Gibbard play solo at the Fillmore in San Francisco. I was like, sick. Why not? Not cost me any money. I like Ben Gibbard. Uh, let's go. Went to the show. It was great. It was fun. Uh, Dave Bazan opened, I believe. I remember correctly? I think so. But anyway, uh, at one point, so it's Ben Gibbard solo, right? He's got an acoustic guitar or he's standing in front of a piano or sitting in front of a piano. And he was getting like into trail running and he was like <laughs> worried about his health. So he, like we have standing desks, he had a standing <laughs> piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Ben Fold stands a lot of the time. He does that like the stance. That's true. But yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> it can't be great for the lower back. Though. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, uh, a woman was very, very drunk and just like right next to me, snake dancing and singing out of tune. And I'm just like, I keep inching over a little bit to try and get away. And she's just doing her thing. And oh, it was the worst. And at one point, I was like, please go away. Half under my breath and half not. And she was like, did you just tell me to go away? <laughs> I was like, fuck, she heard me. And I was How like, old of a woman was this? In her 20s. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that I ever looked at her close enough to like make eye contact or anything. I was trying to just keep my focus on, on Benny Kins up there on stage singing his Postal Service song. Also, 
uh, <clears throat> least favorite thing about concerts is people that can, that are trying to sing along that just cannot sing. Well, if it's a quiet song that yes. stinks. If it's like you know a big like loud sing along chorus or like chanting and the whole crowd gets involved, even if yeah. no one can actually sing, it'll still sound good. But if but if uh, there's a a college bro that likes Scarface a lot <laughs> standing right behind you singing at the top of his lungs a postal service song and there's a drunk lady next to you dancing like there is a beat even though there is not <laughs> oh that, that you was were a, like that was a tough you concert were like, <laughs> you were like please go away and she was like i need you so much closer <laughs> oh good job it's very fun to uh, mock sing in Ben Gibbard's yeah, style. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, your turn. Least favorite. Um, v- very adjacent to what you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, just being in s- close proximity to sweaty people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was that sweaty person at many, uh, like, Coheed show. Mm-hmm. I was up in the the front. I was... I was like tapping my buddies or like strangers next to me, like up, 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 and you know get get put up and crowd surf to the it, top wow, and get just fucking thrown around by a security guard for a second. Uh-huh. They security guards, the way they rip people like out of the crowd and into the front, it's like there is a sign that says no crowd surfing, mm-hmm. but you don't get in trouble for it. You just get released back into the wild and have to run back <laughs> into the crowd. But like they're like come here, and like yeah. I don't know what that is. If they're, I don't know. Just I guess maybe looking out for the safety of others because there's yeah. Well, back in the day, there would be flying Osiris's that you have to, <laughs> you know, watch out for. Yeah, too many sweaty people all around you is is it gets to be a bit much, and that's kind of why as I get older, I move farther and farther back, so I'm farther away from sweaty people. There is uh, one warp tour where uh, the Juliana Theory played, and I was I was stoked about it. Uh, they played a really great set. They did an encore, which never happens for like a non-closing band at Warp Tour, which was fucking sure. rad. A, a local Sacramento band had just finished their set beforehand, so I got to, to like watch them and then watch uh, the Juliana Theory play, so that was really fucking great. I got in trouble for taking pictures during this set, uh, and got taken backstage, and they were like, "Are we? Do we need to take his film?" And, like I took one fucking picture the entire day, and they were threatening to take my. Uh, I, don't know, I think I took like two or three, but whatever. But they were like, "Just Should put it away." That film. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna make. I made so much money off of those pictures. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> is is there like I'm saying no cameras, no photography? And I think or? like SLRs because I had like a profession, you know, quote unquote professional camera. Uh, so they're like no good pictures. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. Take good pictures. Yeah. Okay. Um, Weird. But anyway, all of that is great. But I also remember the guy uh, right in front of me. I believe farted during the set, and I will never be able to not remember that smell. Jeez. Louise. Every time I think about seeing Juliana Theory at the Warp Tour, <laughs> it's pretty great. I mean, at least you're outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It probably didn't last long, but boy, I remember it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, on that note, <laughs> let's take a pee break 
and then come back and talk about Martha. Okay, I will try to pee. I don't think I have to, but... Okay, well, yeah, sorry. You, I don't mean like you have Do to, I have, but I... I don't know if I can. All right. Now that we're uh, past the interesting part of the podcast... <laughs> uh-huh. Let's get martha <laughs> Martha! How do, how do we usually... Uh, how do we usually do this? Uh. <laughs> we usually talk about how how the band is uh from a city that <laughs> like encapsulates their vibe <laughs> yes yes 100 percent. they are from a town in northeast england called pity me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're from pity me england <laughs> i'm sure it's like upon thine or whatever sure 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 um, so, Danny, I, I had some misconceptions about this band, I will say. I know you, you use the word twee. Yeah, yeah, loosely. Yeah, sure. Um, but not incorrectly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but for some reason, I think it was just the name. Mm-hmm. A band, uh, a one-word band name starts with an M, <laughs> twee. For some reason, I was thinking this band's first album came out in 97. Hmm. Mm, okay. Okay. Way off. Yeah. This is a a modern a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, current. That still revolving around the word I want <laughs> is modern and current. A uh, contemporary. Contemporary. How about yeah, that? There you, it's there a contemporary go. band. Albums here from 2014, from 2016, from 2019. 2019. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was definitely surprising. Something I battled, not battled, something I, I took with me into this playlist that I probably wasn't fair to Martha was I was expecting, or I had on my mind, the Beths. Sure, sure. I, I believe during our Beths episode, I mentioned Martha. It could be. What do you think is our best episode? <laughs> uh, the Beths episode. The, our best episode yeah. is the Beths but- episode. Well, of course, the best episode is the best episode, but which one do you think is the best episode? Um, Caius? Yeah, probably Caius. <laughs> Caius, um, the Martha of Southern California. <laughs> uh, be- because around the same time I got into the Beths, Elizabeths, uh, I got into Martha, I got into Muncie Girls, I got into Bad Moves. Like These are all bands that... Have just have a similar vibe, I'll say. Sure. So I kind of they're all one and the same to me. I love them all unconditionally. Wow. All all women named bands are the same to you. <laughs> interesting. Yes. Isn't that all interesting? those women named bad moves? And well, I guess Muncie girls. Okay. But anyway, they they just they make me think of a very specific time and when I think of one, I think of the other. And yeah, I love them all. They're great. I think the what I learned or what I felt was that Martha ended up being a little more... Punk is certainly not the right word. But... Pop punk? They, they, they seemed... A, maybe pop punk. They seemed a little more like grimier sure. than the Beths. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, They've got more I, a little I, more edge, a little more punk edge to them sure 
thank you for for trying to support my probably incorrect. No, I th- I think it's correct statement. I think it's correct, and I think at least for a while, um, some of the members were straight edge. Wow. Yeah. So, and then what happened? Uh, I don't know. They probably got older and didn't feel like doing that anymore. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Realize, oh, this this world is not worth going through sober. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a lot of pre-playlist banter. Should we just hop into the first song? <laughs> sure, let's hop into the first song off of 2016's Blisters in the Pit of My Heart, Chekhov's Hangnail. I, I will say the fact that they're from Northern England is nice because the one Northern Brit I've met, I believe he was from Manchester, and maybe that's not even that <laughs> Northern. It's in Paris, who's man. Manchester is in Paris. <laughs> is, is, is there like a Manchester cafe? What are you saying? <laughs> oh. Uh, it is in Northern England. How North would we say? Boy, not very North, but, uh, the UK is very confusing. It's Northern. It's more Northern than some other cities, probably. It's, it's way North of London. It's North of Birmingham. It's North of Sheffield. It's slightly North of Liverpool. Okay. Uh, South of Leeds though. What about pity me? Uh, I, no, I would not say Manchester is the epitome of Northern cities. (laughs) Let's see. Pity Me, Durham, UK. Um, Pity Me is uh, about a two and a half hour drive north of Manchester. Okay. So okay. Pity Me is really north. It's, up, it's like, way up there. It, it's it's pretty close to uh, to Scotland. Okay. All right. How'd you like and this song? Our... <laughs> um. First off, great use of British accents. Oh yeah, yeah. They they do they do a great job of using the voices that they have here, here, that sound like they do. Yes, yeah, yeah. Here's a question for you: uh, yeah. If you are listening to a band that doesn't lose their accent and just sound like an American when they're singing, do and they say words that have an accent to them, do you use that accent when you sing along, or do you just sing it like you would normally sing it? Oh, I'm having trouble thinking of any any examples. But, I mean, there's an example in this song. Mm-hmm. There is a specific word that I will, like, forever fuck up because <laughs> of this song. But um, I don't know. I can't think of any examples right now. I think what, what happens... What's, well, first of all, if I hear a band and the singer has, like, very clearly a British accent, mm-hmm. I uh, assume they're from America. Hmm. Hmm. Um, and they're just like putting on airs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what, what's more fun is when you didn't know the band was from Britain or from wherever, uh-huh. and then you listen to an interview and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Um, also, this band, based mostly off like their appearance in performances mm-hmm. and, and, but, and the style of music, they should be Canadian. Hmm. I get big Canadian vibes from them. Okay, okay. And I don't know if I can explain that in too much detail. I did watch a, a movie that I believe is a Canadian production mm-hmm. yesterday or has certainly had Canadian actors in it. 
Um, so much so that I screamed out, that's Ryan Beal, who I only know as a like comedian that guests on one of my favorite podcasts, oh. like once every couple of years. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Ryan Beal. Yeah. Good job, Ryan. When I, I, the first line of this song, the first line of the playlist is, well, I've never been any good at poetry. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is like. Not not the the lyric, but the way it's sung. It was like, oh, this is like British newfound glory voice. <laughs> um, it's like it, it's a little nasally. Sure, it's sure, definitely sure. quite a bit pop punk. No, no issues, no qualms with that line uh-huh. uh, at all. But that that was the the initial thought. Um, I, I want to jump right ahead to the chorus of this song okay. at forty nine seconds. Just oh. Uh, uh, chef's kiss <laughs> to the use of the F word. When it rains, well, it really fucking pours. When it rains, did my screamage and I'm gone. Here we are. Mixing my board. Sometimes we're going to pause it there because we'll come back okay. to that next part. But. <laughs> When it rains, it really fucking pours. Fucking pours. Fucking pours. <laughs> really good. I, I love that type of swearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just um, Motion City does that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes that I, I really like. Yeah, that kind of won me over right away. Yeah, it's great. For, for the song. <clears throat> good job. Uh, you want to keep playing that chorus there? Uh, sure, 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 sure. Um, yeah. All right. I love, I love the uh, feedback squeal at the end of that chorus. They do, they do a lot of that, where they'll lead into a solo with a feedback squeal, and oh, it, it's always so good, so great. I, I also really love the next verse, the the uh, words of the verse. Everything is mediocre. Yeah, it is. At best, I, we could probably say. But I didn't realize that they were such an optimistic band. <laughs> Looking at the Ultimate Guitar tabs for this song, mm-hmm. um, obviously don't know if it's accurate, but it looks like everything is a power chord. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some... Oh, here's something. So, okay. If you, know, if, if you played this... Mm-hmm. At the right spot, you would call this like C5, okay. right? But if you played this, don't worry about the pinky, mm-hmm. you would just call that a C, yeah. right? Yeah. But if I have what what type of chord is that if you play like the traditional C or G uh, or whatever? I, don't know. I always just call it a real C chord. <laughs> sure. What the heck was I watching? It was not that long ago. Oh, you know what? I was watching some like YouTube thing where a guitar like teacher reacts to something. Yeah. I'm I I get bored. <laughs> sure. I take shits. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was saying, you know, oh, that might be up here as like a power chord or a bar chord, or and then they switch back to the cowboy chords. 
I've never heard it called that before, <laughs> but I kind of like that. Sure, I sure. kind of like that as I because yeah, and I'm just like I don't know a proper chord or yeah, but like real is very yeah. much how I interpret, even though that that uh, I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, so I so I don't know, but like maybe they're playing this with a mixture, but there is at least maybe at like the intro and outro, it's all power chords. Um, a song we're going to talk about later, from what I could tell, is all bar chords. Mm-hmm. Um, and right, B A R R E, right? When, when we get that pinky in there, is is that what you're led to believe those are? Called? Oh, I didn't know you could spell it that way. I would I would always just say bar B A R. Well, because when I think B A R, I just think uh-huh. I'm in like drop tuning. I believe a yeah. So a major bar also it's also spelled B A R. It says. But uh, I, yeah, I've known it as B-A-R-R-E. Oh, I'm learning things why. today. Boy, if I'm teaching you anything about guitar, <laughs> you're fucked. <laughs> Let's see. Bar chords, also known as bar chords, are the bane of many a new guitar player. Let's see. Why is it called that, though? I would like to know. Oh, well. Well, uh, maybe someone can write in. Yeah. I, I always thought it was a, Josh, a bar chord because you... You know, you you bar all the thing the strings with your one yeah. finger, and then you use the other one. Absolutely to, makes sense to do with the other things. But um, yeah. So another song is all all bar chords, and I'm just like, man, how like you know how we were talking about like who who taught you guys how to like write songs and play music? Uh-huh. How do you know how to yeah, do this? Yeah, yeah. But like the fact you can do that with just all, and this song doesn't sound like rudimentary. Mm-hmm. No, or simple or bad obviously it's a good song so the fact that you can do it with these very like simple tools that even the likes of you and i could probably replicate these yeah yeah couldn't come up with on our own but if we had a nice guitar tab Mm -hmm. we could you know fumble our way through it just like we do on this podcast exactly (laughs) then okay i want to the only other thing i really want to talk about in this song is the 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 bridge the uh, the part that's probably most fun to sing along mm-hmm. at a live show yes um, also overrated but <laughs> singing along so, at a live show or just live shows yeah uh-huh. <laughs> so this is this is two eleven okay we're one minute away from your favorite band oh chill. Got your little squeal there, yeah. and now Danny's throwing a fit. <laughs> I was air drumming. It might seem mm-hmm. that we lost the bottle. <laughs> the bottle? Did you lose a bottle or something? It. That's what it sounds like to me. It, it, <laughs> and I knew it was battle, yeah, but then I yeah. kept thinking that I was like, oh, but it does sound like bottle. And then because I thought that, I was hearing bottle, and then mm-hmm. I forgot that it was actually battle. Yeah. Uh, that's, so yeah, that's one of the things I was kind of alluding to earlier is when I'm singing along to this song, if I say it might seem like we lost the bad battle, it just sounds wrong. I got I got to do the battle. Right. No, exactly. You that is to. the word I was I was talking about yeah. too was I, I would sing everything normal and then battle. Yeah. Yeah. 
just they, swallow the last like four letters of that. They word. have a song on their their first album called "Bubble in My Bloodstream" or "Bubble in Your Bloodstream" or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just impossible not to sing it. Bubble in the bloodstream, like the way they, yeah, because they it's like the part we you just played where they repeat it over and over and over again. Yeah, and it's just it's impossible to sing it without the accent. It just feels wrong. It does. Um, we should respect how they chose to do it, and they chose to do it with these ridiculous accents. <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, two performances of this song. Mm-hmm. The first on the... Oh, I just realized I wrote the Christ Gethard show. <laughs> it's not that good. Christ Gethard? The show's good, but not that good. Um, did you ever watch that show? Uh, just a little bit. Like after the fact, um, or right around the time he stopped doing it, I, I found out about it. And it may have even been because of Martha. Like I was looking at Martha videos when I first heard them and saw that. And I was like, oh, and Jeff Rosenstock has been on this. And... Bad Moves has been like all these bands that I really like had been on it. And so then I started watching some. Uh, but yeah, he's he's very funny. That show was very cool. It was like a very, um, what well, what do you flip? I just remembered the, uh, the over under thing. So I'm going to put it in my notes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so let's see. Here, overrated, underrated. We already did college bro movies and sports. Mm. <laughs> so... Let's do my next one, maybe for next week. Okay, so you watched uh, you watched Chris get hard. Okay, so um, oh my God, you should send that in to him. I bet he would appreciate that and hasn't heard that before. Um, I just sent you a link. Okay, it is season two, episode nine. The guests are Paul Shear and Jason Menzukis. Amazing. The yeah, Jason Menzukis is really good. <laughs> the title is called One Man's Trash. Uh huh. If you watch this, and it is, I think, well worth it, do not read the comments. Okay. Do not do anything but just watch it. Mm-hmm. Then, if you enjoyed that, okay. there is a One Man's Trash trash Special Dumpster Edition Okay, that would give you a different perspective after you already kind of understand mm-hmm. the progression of the episode. Okay, okay. It is... It is a very magical 40 <laughs> minutes of television. Um, it's very fun. It's infuriating in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that it's 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 amazing that they even got to do this, yeah, yeah. that they were able to do this. Uh, and I guess I won't say anything else, but okay, okay. I would say worth your time, man. Throw okay. it up on your on your Apple TV. I will. I will do that. So the the only and then I watched the Hope and Ruin performance. Mm-hmm. And that was the performance that made me go, this band should be Canadian. I don't know what it is. They kind of remind me of a band called the Mellagrove Band. Not so much in their sound, but just kind of like, I, just Canadian, all white indie Canadian bands have a look. Okay, okay. Martha has that look. Okay. The guitarist who sings the, I guess they, I mean, they all sing. They all sing, yeah. But the but one the who sings this song. Yeah. He's very fun yes. performer. Yes. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of gesturing going yeah, on. Yeah. He always, uh, 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 the songs I gave you anyway, when he's singing, he like puts his guitar, you know, behind him or just lets it hang and does all this gesturing and yeah. stuff. It's and funny. he, he knows not to punch his mic. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't hit his mic or his, or his pop screen. I don't know why he's, he uses a pop screen, but 
on the CG show, they say, when it rains, it really bloody pours. Yes, yes. Uh, which just amps up the Britishness. Mm-hmm. Um, and other than that, for, for both performances, I, I have nothing to say, but uh, it's good. It's re- yeah. super energetic. Uh, yeah. They sound great. Lovely. Cool. Yeah. Should we move on to our next song? Let's. Off of 2014's Courting Strong, present tense. More F-words. Yeah. Oh, I love this song so much. So, so much. Um, I have I showed it to one other friend and she uh, didn't like the vocals, said it was too nasally, and I said, you're insane. It's perfect just the way it is. It so she of, doesn't like Newfound Glory either? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Well, they're pretty nasally. Yep. Um. Did you ever listen to the thermals? A little bit. I really like the song. Is it called Parts Per Million or Parts Per Billion? Yeah, Parts Per Million, yeah. I like that song a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a couple other songs, I think maybe off that same album. I think I just let me listen to that album. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, this song make, it reminds me of Thermal. Like, this could easily be a Thermal song. Um, sure. But it would, I think Martha does it better though like if it was the thermal song it would be good but martha makes it even better if that uh makes any sense at all are the thermals are are they a couple they were so it was okay i mean it's a three-piece band well four piece at one point but whatever the a double couple <laughs> the the singer guitarist and the bass player were a couple for a while but they're not anymore and that is two people. The singer, guitarist, and bass player are two people. The singer, singer slash guitarist, and the bass player are two people. Yes. Oh, you uh, you just reminded me of like world's worst joke that I thought of like near the end of the Me Without You concert that I wanted to tell you on the pod. Oh, do it! I want to hear. Th- this is this is me being like a like a fifty year old dad who like somehow is at that show. <laughs> I don't even remember how the fuck it goes. It's something along the lines of. Me without you, yeah, like like trying to figure out all these pronouns. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, good job. Sure. Um, <laughs> this song is it's very good. It's it's very catchy. There's a couple things I really like. It doesn't have as as much like stain power to me as okay. Chekhov's Hangnail does. The the need for twee comes out a little bit more in this song. Uh-huh. And it's it's very weird because twee for me uh-huh. <laughs> was like 04 to maybe you could stretch it out to like 11. Okay. And that's, and not like that was my twee phase, but that's like when I, when to me twee was more in the popular uh-huh. consciousness, uh-huh. popular culture. So when you're doing this in the last seven years, it's I'm like, oh, Twee is alive and well, which is great. Mm-hmm. But it also is it's it's weird to me. It is weird to like be the the ones who are like 
trying to keep it going. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure, sure, like sure. this is this is my cause, which I'm sure is how they think of it, their cause. <laughs> My first, the first thing I want to play is uh, just about 45 seconds. I'm always a sucker for like a musical rest before things get big and they do that right before the chorus. Okay. Uh, May I play that? Please do. All right. I'm going to go back to like 43 seconds just because I don't, I I put 48, but I'm worried that it's going to miss something. Okay. really like those lines i just need a moment that lasts mm-hmm. i need something that lasts that's great yes. um but yeah that little just just quick like just one beat let the vocals carry it into the chorus mm-hmm. always a good move good stuff uh i i love the second verse just like the last song i i love the second verse a lot but this one as well i'm gonna play it this time if that's all right with you sure I'm at 109 here. Is that where your timestamp ended? Right around 109? Uh, I think so. I already scrubbed ahead to my next timestamp. Son of a... Oh, my God. So unprofessional. Lost your lucky purple lighter On the mega bus to Brighton But on the way you read a zine That made you think you'd be a good anarcho-writer But not even... The, the delivery of those last couple lines, list of aspirations pushing, gushing out of your pen as you stewed in that sticky chair. I did that in college as well. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I think we all did. I just, I, I love all the word choices. I love the accent. Again, it's impossible not to say light uh instead of lighter. Yeah. It's all so great and I love it and it's perfect. Wow. <laughs> um, I won't I won't get up to it's perfect. It's no actually here's the thing. It's perfect for what it is. Yes, I feel like yes. they're, they're a band um that this might be a lame person to like kind of really admire or whatever, but um I was even from like a young age, I was a really big fan of <clears throat> Roger Ebert, the uh-huh. m- movie critic. Like that motherfucker could write. And one thing he he said he said a couple of things. But one thing he said, I hope so, was um, like he he often would say that he was reviewing the movie based off its aspirations. Yeah. So you know, if it was trying to just be a really goofy slapstick comedy, Mm -hmm. if it did that to the best of its ability, Mm -hmm. it would receive a good review. Yeah. And I think Martha is doing exactly what they want. And they are executing it to, like you said, I'll say near perfection yeah, because boy, yeah. perfection is that's that's tough. And and you you absolutely just you have to hand it to them. Mm-hmm. They're they're being Martha in ways no one else can do. Martha. <laughs> it's true. It's true. The the line so the the mega bus to Brighton line definitely sticks out to me. Yeah. And then even uh, and then but not even and see I thought it was Voltaire. 
Because yeah, I believe it, that is also. I believe so, but, yes. But I'm reading on Spotify, but not even Voltarine or Voltarine, V-O-L-T-A-I-R-I-N-E. Hmm. I thought it was Volton Volt, sorry. I thought it was Voltaire and Duclair, yeah. but I believe it's maybe just one person. Voltaire Duclair oh. might be. A, see, we're really showing our uh, stupid Duclair. colors. Yeah. Even Voltaire. at the beginning, yep. the the very first lines of the song, he says, "Yes, I'm here," and yes, as per, I feel weird. I always thought he said, "Yes, I'm here," and I'm perfectly weird. Always, that also works. Yeah, it totally also works. So. Voltairine Declare mm-hmm. was an American anarchist known for being a prolific writer and speaker who opposed capitalism, marriage, and the state, as well as domination of religion over sexuality and women's lives, hmm. et cetera, et cetera. She was a feminist from Michigan. Cool. But anyway, so anyway, I thought it was Voltaire and Duclair. I Because I knew Voltaire was a writer. I don't know what... I, it never occurred <laughs> yeah, to me that, yeah. oh, he, he wasn't an anarchist. Uh, <laughs> But I didn't even really put all that together. Um, the the only thing I wanted to say about that line was like it does seem very of this type of scene to have big literary name drops. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I now reading up on it, I would say Voltaire Declare is a very if you're going to drop a name, that's a very cool name to drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not like saying, um, you know, uh, boy, come on, Dante, think, 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 look around the room. <laughs> it's it's better than just dropping Not like Grisham uh, and Clancy. Well, yeah, but uh oh god, I'm drawing a blank now. Yeah, we're very stupid. <sighs> Let's see. Oh god, Propagandy Pla- put out some of his spoken Plato. word albums. Uh Oh, he's like a modern writer. Yeah, or the the, the or the guy who wrote People's History of the United States. Oh, I could not pull his name. Uh, the good news is this will be worth it. I'm going to play my next time, Sam. <laughs> Howard Zen. God damn it. That's what I was trying to say this whole fucking time. Solo. <laughs> I don't think the song needs it. No? No. Hmm. It's fine. But it's... We'll get more into this in another song, but uh, every once in a while, at least on this playlist, Mm -hmm. they kind of dip into uh, a little bit of like boogie-woogie 1950s rock and roll. (laughs) Sure, sure. And I kind of feel like that's what that solo is. Okay. Um, and it's fine. It doesn't suck or anything. It doesn't ruin the song, but I yeah. just don't think, like, I would much rather, like, the, have the part that it repeats, it might seem that we lost the bottle part. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. that sort of, like, where that solo is, I would rather, like, some sort of build or okay. A, okay. A, a, a chant or, you know, I don't know. Huh. Also, like, m- mostly clean guitar solo mm-hmm. is, I'm not a generally a huge fan. Huh. Okay. Okay. At least I'm like, ooh, the solo from the middle. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I, 
I like the solo. It's it's a little more. It's more of a subtle solo for them. Like they have some really great guitar work at times, and I didn't really give you any songs with their great like dual solos. You get a little bit uh, on the last song, but but yeah, I think it's good. But I t- I totally get what you're saying that it almost feels kind of just like well, let's put a solo here. Yeah, and again, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I just don't think it. The song needs it, but sure. I am not the. I'm not the songwriter or a songwriter. <laughs> I'm tapped out for present tense. Me too. I am tapped out in the present tense on the song present tense. Okay. All right. Next song, again off of blisters in the pit of my heart from the year of 2016. Ice cream and sunscreen. Wee. The autumn forecast's looking dismal again. This year I'll spend November in the house. August. Uh, two things I would get all over me in the summer as a kid. Aww. Two, two things I would consume with regularity. <laughs> I got a little scared right at the opening of this song because it, it starts very soft. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, is th- I, 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 I'm going to coin a phrase, mm-hmm. a term. Okay. I thought it might get a little too tweepy, <laughs> which is twee and weepy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but not at all. It doesn't. Yeah. I, uh, it, it picks up after a while. I, I almost started the playlist with this song, but I said, Danny. <laughs> and then you paused for dramatic effect to yourself. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Danny, Dante is not going to like a song with a semi long intro that doesn't get to the point right away. He's going to want a song that gives him a good idea of what the band is all about quickly. This isn't a playlist for you, Danny. This is a playlist for our simple little Dante. It's one of, got to remember, it's one of the dumbest little guys you know. (laughs) He can't handle more than like two stimuli. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He gets spooked so easily. By the softest little guitar. Uh, Chekhov's net hangnail, it was a great opener. And Ice Cream and Sunscreen is a great track three. Yeah, that's why I put it at um, track three. Because it, if it's not an opener, it's got to be a track three. Right in the it's middle. a classic track three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's a question. Uh-huh. Do Brits mm-hmm. have fireworks in July? Like just for fun is that like just is it a thing that's just like done recreationally hmm. or just just for the pageantry of it because um, they're certainly not quote-unquote celebrating the way we quote-unquote celebrate sure 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 i don't know you, you know it has never occurred to me that um the reason americans have fireworks in july might be different than the reasons someone in britain might have fireworks in july I would say they would definitely be different. Yeah. Yeah. Never occurred to me. Anyway, if we have any uh, British listeners out there, uh, let us know. Do you have any fireworks? See if it's on genius.com. 
Maybe it'll say uh, ice cream and sunscreen. Nope. Nope. Okay. That was a big waste of time. <laughs> I'm going to play uh, at the one minute mark. How is that? Uh, my first time sip is 102. Can I go first? <laughs> yes, you may. So that's one minute to 102. <laughs> what I really like about that is how understated those two seconds are. Um, you hear the word birthdays, and that, that elicits <laughs> celebration, mm-hmm. that elicits togetherness. It, eli- it, 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 it You think of growth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what you don't know is what is about to come. So, Danny, do you want to play from 102? You know, since you're already there, why don't you go ahead and do it? If you want to rewind a little bit just so we get the full, you know, the the full. Well, I, I, re- I really think both timestamps will be able to kind of like stand alone. Hmm. Um, That's a good point. But it's a good okay. point. Uh, uh, I well, it looks like I accidentally went back to 58 seconds. So that's what we're stuck with. <laughs> okay, perfect. I I really love that swell, mm-hmm. as I could see that you do mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. It was easy to tell. Uh-huh. That your heart did fell <laughs> for the music. Ring a bell. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> sorry, I know I'm, I'm I'm recycling old classic lines from literature, just like yeah. these smart people in Martha. <laughs> I also really just like that line. I don't know what it means in the context of the song. Sure, but our birthdays came and went unnoticed. Uh, Again. Again, what? The, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Word. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I didn't write that down in my notes because our birthdays came and went unnoticed. I, yeah, th- that part's great. I love the the little feedback swell. Again, they do a great job of it, and I I, I just love the God fucking. I keep hitting my stupid uh, arm thingy. Arg. Okay. You just say arg. I said arg. Um, you, you you are too online. You got to put the phone down. <laughs> I love the the subtlety of the first minute of the song. It's just the one guy playing guitar. And then he starts in on the next verse with our birthdays came and went unnoticed again. And then the full band comes in after that first line, which I think is great. I, I, I much prefer that than the band just coming in at the beginning of the second verse. You know what I mean? There's There's a slight delay there. It's almost it's almost like on present tense where there's that that uh, quick little uh, break where it's just vocals right before the the chorus. It's similar to that where you've got one line and then the band comes in and it gets so fun and bouncy and I don't give two fucking shits about star signs, but oh my god, I sing that line with such like fervor every time. Uh, that line that I definitely know very well and will sing with you. Mm-hmm. Now, if if we went to a concert together and 
uh, we never we, going to happen. We, we, if we went to a concert together, maybe I come visit you or you come visit me again. Uh, and it happens that Martha is coming through town or, or me without you again or something like that. Are we going to be like, like two bros at fests, like arms around each other singing along? Or are we going to be like, I, I know COVID is over, but I still need six feet, buddy. <laughs> um, I don't think we even need to go to a concert to be like arm in arm broing out. Well, yeah, um, I know. But yeah, I, 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 boy, that would be nice. Yeah. Um, I would still rather not go to a concert. <laughs> if, you, if you recall the beginning of this episode. <laughs> Um, I had to, I had to pull up the lyrics. I was like, do they like, do they say like something, something you're Aquarius? <laughs> like, I was like, well, I don't know what he's talking about, but, uh, I see it now. You said you knew my star sign from the start. Yes. Yeah. That makes me think that, uh, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you, you knew my star sign. Okay. I'll, I'll see you later. All right. Bye. <laughs> do, you, do you know that, that Todd Berry joke? about the woman at a bar trying to guess his star sign. No, 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 I don't. She asks him what his sign is, and he says whatever it is. Yeah. And she goes, she goes, no, no, no. <laughs> like, you're you're probably a this or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and he goes, he goes, yeah, like, I thought that maybe astrology was a load of shit, but more likely, I don't know my own birthday. <laughs> yep, yep. Todd Berry, uh, great. He's good. I like him. Um, His, uh, I download. I like paid for and downloaded. This got to be about ten years ago by now. Uh-huh. He did a crowd work tour and made like a little like documentary or like, um, like special mm. out of it that showed like maybe 10, 15 minutes from each mm-hmm. place he went to, and it was That's just cool. it was all cr- all crowd work and it was very yeah. very good. So, uh, as far as relating to lines that, uh, relating to lines more than any other line I've related to in music, possibly, I know you wish for fireworks to light your July sky. I was the dampest box of matches you could ever hope to find. Ooh, yeah. You know? It's hard to get that Danny Spark. <laughs> Uh, sometimes I just feel like a damp box of matches. I, uh, I hear you, man. And you can tell like the other person is like, <laughs> you know, it's really, why aren't really, really funny about what, what? you just said. The very oh, next what? line is I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know I wasn't, um, plagiarizing because I don't know these lyrics. Were you watching the skin peel off my sunburned shoulders? <laughs> 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 oh, on uh, on the drive to Denver, I think it was a couple nights ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was driving, and Shuga's girlfriend is in the passenger seat, and she goes, "Have you ever seen an adult pick their nose and eat it?" Ew. And I <coughs> uh, that that one's not fake. <coughs> God damn it. I don't know what it is. Those pork but. chunks are coming right out. <laughs> oh, like you can talk about like shit or vomit, sure, 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 or whatever. But the uh, verb that you just had, 
I can talk about that. <laughs> okay, anyway, you, I just say boogers. Okay, I can't do boogers. Yeah, I okay, okay, okay. Dampest box of matches. It's great. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> let's play. Woo! Let's play the chorus of this song. One thirty-seven. Is that all right with you? Okay. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, but also, um, speaking of not knowing anything about music or how to use equipment uh-huh. or mics or mm-hmm. computers, um, that part where it's just the one line alone and then the band comes in, that part you said you really like, yeah, that's the kind of stuff that I would never think of. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. It, it's like, okay, this is the next verse now. Okay, I want the full band to come in. So they should just come in on the one, the first one, right? Yeah, okay, perfect. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't even think that there was an option. I wouldn't even think it through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It would just be like, of course, this is what has yes, to happen. Yes. For as much music as I listen to, mm-hmm. apparently none of it inspires It just doesn't me. sink in, yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. Kind of the same way. All right, anyway. anyway um, uh, this was also uh, the, f- the first time uh, bass player Naomi really stands out uh, vocally on the playlist. Yes. This... What are you, are you going to play another part? Right no, now? I'm not. I mean, just that chorus. Cause she doesn't really co- start coming in singing until the, the whole band comes in. Like we were just talking about. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's so, Oh, it's so good. It's so great. It is the, the next song also has some dual singing, um, some dual vocals, I think, but yeah, from one thirty four on in this song, it's the best dual singing on the playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, their voices are are perfect. That I this uh, maybe second favorite song on the playlist. Ooh, okay, okay, very good. Yes, very good. Um, I watched the old Granada Studios performance. Mm-hmm. Is the white haired guy the same guy that I said I like the his performance style from the Chris Gethard performance? Yes. Okay, maybe he was just wearing like a beanie or something because mm-hmm. he had like shockingly white hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he bleached it. And then um, from this performance, I really don't have anything else to say about the performance except do you notice how on the when they go to the overhead camera, mm-hmm. you see on the snare drum it says Anna Campbell is immortal? Yeah. Oh, does it say immortal? I believe so. Oh, I thought it said immoral. <laughs> I don't well, know who that person is. Well, let me let me learn you something. Okay, Danny. okay. Uh, this uh, this woman who you find immoral just probably for <laughs> making making her own choices. Um, she was mm-hmm. a feminist activist. Um, she fought for the women's protection units, which are a part of the armed forces in Rojava, Syria. Mm-hmm. And I learned that Rojava, Syria, it's it's this region of Syria that is like not its own country, but it's kind of respected or considered like its own autonomous 
mm-hmm. region. Mm-hmm. And it's based off of like, it's completely secular. They are all about environmental sustainability, gender equality, mm. tolerance for all, like just like sounds like this utopia. Yeah. Though yeah. the word the word uh, libertarianism is used at some point Ooh. and depending on how that's applied, I guess. Sure. Um, anyway, she uh, she was killed possibly by God for her immorality. Um, <laughs> she was killed by a Turkish missile strike in March of 2018, oh. which was just a, a, not even a month before this performance was posted to YouTube. I see. Um, so, you know, it's it's up to everyone's own personal opinion on whether or not she's immoral or immortal. <laughs> I'm, not, um, I'm not much of a reader. There were drumsticks flying all over the place. You know... That it is very funny though to use <laughs> to use like a TV performance to like call someone out for being immoral. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Sally Johnson has poor <laughs> ethics. <laughs> Take that. One, two, three, four. Um, but yeah, so anyone who's listening to this, uh, stop and like go like read or do something useful. I mean, this woman died at twenty six in an all-women's brigade in Syria, mm-hmm. uh, the first British woman to... to um, what was it? The first British woman to die, like, in that in that battle or as a member of the women's protection units, mm-hmm. I, I think. Her, have you ever heard of a band called Egg? Uh, like a British band from the 70s, I guess, prog rock? Uh, I think I... It's one of those things where, like, oh, I've heard the name, but I've never... I don't know anything about them. Well, I, so I, I don't, yeah, I, I think they only put out a couple albums, like they were mm-hmm. kind of a short-lived band. Her dad was like bassist and vocalist of that oh, okay. band. Okay. Just, I don't, but I don't know if they were, how well-known they were or anything. Sure. Um, but Danny, this got me thinking, did you, was there ever a point of your life where you were like, you know, I want my life to have more meaning. Mm-hmm. I want to feel like I've accomplished, you know, something greater than myself. Like, did you ever think about, you know, joining the the Peace Corps or some sort of like, you know, NGO that maybe goes overseas and, you know, what teaches English or helps mm-hmm. teach, you know, farming techniques because that's something you're, you're well-versed in. <laughs> sure. Um, I don't know, but like, you know, anything like that yes, ever yes. strike your fancy? <sighs> yes and no. It's, I mean, there was a uh, period in time, a uh, period of time in high school where, I, me and a bunch of my friends started a, a faction or group or whatever for anti-racist action, which is more commonly known now as Antifa uh, in Elk Grove. But we never, we just like got together at a pizza place once a week for a while and talked about possibly doing some things like, you know, doing good for food, not bombs and, you know, stuff like that, but I think Tim uh, Tim Jones was the only person who ever actually did anything because we were just, you know, we wanted to do something, but we never, it just never went anywhere, and then it just kind of fizzled out. I, I think sure. as, as far as I got was uh, distributing flyers at my high school <laughs> about anti-racist action stuff uh, and, and being called a, uh, I am quoting here, I do being called a pussy for doing it. So, you know. <laughs> Pussies. Uh, wait, so 
only pussies hate racism. Yep. Yep. That's yep. all right. Uh, but and then like later in life, I would just f- get an overwhelming feeling of like wanting to make a difference and actually do something with my life and and help for the greater good. But then I would just get overwhelmingly depressed and just feel sorry for myself and just lay in the dark. Yeah, and probably cry a little bit. Huh. So yeah. The, the world is very overwhelming to me. And every time I try to think about those things, it just becomes too much. And so I try to do the s- smaller things like I've gone vegetarian, uh, will donate money to, uh, you know, worthwhile organizations. But as far as like ever doing anything actually substantial, uh, I am a damp box of matches well it doesn't mean you can't do anything substantial it just means you're not going to necessarily be like boots on the ground Mm -hmm. Mm hands-on type of stuff but i mean hey the fact that you got pizza with other (laughs) non-racists other (laughs) anti-racists that's that's something there you go yeah um it's good pizza too and i'm glad you didn't die in uh uh, the syrian civil war yeah yeah so there's that (laughs) um okay i can close my tab for Wikipedia's Autonomous Administration of North and East Syria. Speaking of high school. Oh, yes. In probably around 1997. Well, this was probably 98, 99 maybe uh, that I was doing ARA stuff. Anyway, 1997, Passing in a Hallway. Dante, how'd you like this one? This is Naomi's song. She what, what sings album lead. is this off of? Courting Strong from 2014. Oh. I wanted to like this song more than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I Going into the playlist, like just you introducing the band to me, I thought it was going to be, I stupidly thought it was going to be all female vocals. Oh, sure, sure. And so I was kind of prepared for that. And again, you know, thinking Beth's. I had real trouble with this song. I, I, I think I know where you're coming from. I had trouble with this song when I first started listening to this band. I felt it was a little, I don't know if juvenile is the right word, but something, it was a little basic maybe. I don't know, but I just think it's so fun. And in to some degree, very relatable, um, you know, meeting someone when you were young and you've grown up now and you now you have a crush on this person and you want to uh, hang out by the river or whatever. <laughs> yeah, as, as one does. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not a bad song, mm-hmm. but it, it's the it's so cutesy. It's so drenched in nostalgia mm-hmm. there's some lines that i like the i might be a reject uh but you're scarier than a prefect or whatever mm-hmm. it is i boy i'm just like i can't i can't really get on board <laughs> with that and like the way it's 
also kind of the way it's delivered. Like I like I said, I love her vocals mm-hmm. in Ice Cream and Sunscreen. Is that what it's yes. called? Ice Cream and Sunscreen? Yes. Yeah. But like the, the delivery here is so like like cutesy, boppy, mm-hmm. and it's it's just kind of not my speed. Yeah. I think it's my least favorite song on the playlist. Okay. Yeah. I the the lead guitar in the chorus I find kind of annoying. Hmm. So remember on the Beths, you started that playlist with You Wouldn't Like Me? Yeah, yeah. And and that was my least favorite Beth song. Mm-hmm. This is kind of the You Wouldn't Like Me of sure, this playlist. Sure, sure. Okay. It's, it's a little too cutesy. It's a little too boppy, boogie-woogie 50s, like that yeah, opening riff. Yeah, it, it really is kind of um, that feel. And so it's just not for me. Mm-hmm. I get why people like it. I get why this appeals to people. I get why they wrote it. And again, I think, uh, like for what they were trying to do, they knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just not going to be the song of theirs. I go back to. Sure, sure, sure. It is. I feel like Naomi has become a stronger songwriter and maybe more confident in her singing as well. Each album, she'll do like one or two songs where she is doing the lead. And you can definitely hear the growth and the confidence kind of build, which is great, which is fucking awesome. This one, it feels her voice feels a little subdued or something like that. Um, I th- I want to listen to the chorus because I don't remember the lead off the top of my head right now. And okay, I, um, I, yeah, I'm gonna. I got that. Yeah, stamp. go ahead. It is at one eighteen. I'll go back to 115. Why not? Okay. And I, you know what? I'm going to use my microphone for this. Oh, thought it wow. you don't like that huh it's not that the like the chorus in its entirety is bad i just don't like the the lead guitar really Hmm. um Hmm. i do like the broke the double helix Mm -hmm. of my heart at first i was like oof that's a big swing but that kind of grew on me i i was a little worried going into this playlist uh and and when i was picking songs that you weren't gonna like some of the on the nose stuff it, it, I'm I'm thinking back to uh, Spanish love songs when he says I'm supposed to be stoic is the is the opening line. So I was a little worried yes, yes, that yes. some of these lyrics were were not going to go over well with Dante. But it seems like uh, I was I was wrong, which is good. Yeah, overall for sure. And and broke the double helix of my heart isn't or in my heart isn't on the nose. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Like. not a tortured metaphor but it's like it's 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 very much something you would write in high school yes yes absolutely this song i wouldn't be surprised if this was written when uh she was in high school but i love it i think it's great i really love the end i'm gonna uh when the double vocals come in okay uh always love 
overlapping vocals. That's one of the things I really like about this band is that all four of them will do vocals. They trade off who's lead mid song or the full song. And there's always fun harmonies going on and stuff like that. So let's listen to, I don't have a timestamp. I just said the end. So we'll do the last 20 seconds. How's that sound? Sounds great. When I put the timestamp in, I'll probably do the last 30 seconds. But anyway, you know what I mean. You listen to the song hopefully more than once. Uh, it's a fact. I did. Okay, good. I, I love the dual vocals. It's fun. Here's a question for you, Dante. Did you have Shoegaze Girlfriend listen to this playlist at all? You know, I didn't. It, it had occurred to me that maybe we would listen to it uh, to or from Denver. Mm-hmm. I would be curious just to what her... Mm-hmm. Her input was, but no, we ended up listening to, um, we, we ended up listening, we listened to all of Brother Sister on the way, mm-hmm. and then she she was picking and choosing some Me Without You songs from other albums and um, played played two of the four full band songs that they played in the encore. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think she played January 1979, just because she's heard that song probably a bazillion times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for some reason we listen to some Taking Back Sunday. Nice, <laughs> like right before the the show. Nice. Um, but uh, no, okay. uh, it was a long winded answer. Say no. Yeah. Cool. Good. <laughs> you ready to talk about the last song? Uh, yes, I do want to say when you said my name, you went Dante. I have a question. Uh-huh. Uh. The day after the Me Without You show, we went to we went to a couple stores in in Denver, mm-hmm. a couple like outdoor stores, and one of them, of course, was REI because we suck. Um, Is REI it's bad? Just, no, it's not bad. It's just like uh, it, it could be like the Posers outdoor oh. shopping outing. Oh fuck! It. But right, I mean, who the fuck cares? Like, I like it. It's a good store. It's fun. Yeah. You get a look at a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, Anyway, Shuga's girlfriend was checking out, and I have like a, a membership. Like you buy, oh. it's like fifty bucks, and you have like this lifetime membership, uh-huh. and you get deals and points and all that stuff. Okay. And I was still in line waiting for an open cashier to call on me, and she goes, Dante, because she wanted like my phone number to punch in. Mm-hmm. But I I did this thing where like I pretended like not to know where it was coming from. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm doing the. <laughs> Like I, I'm looking around and yeah. then like I look up for some reason <laughs> and then I look like the opposite direction of where Shuge's girlfriend is standing and there's another REI employee just like, I don't know, stocking a shelf uh-huh. or doing something. She's not a checkout person and she like, she's like pointing, she's like pointing at Shuge's girlfriend, like trying to help me and I'm looking at her like, like, like what? <laughs> like I'm, I'm still like, I'm sorry lady, but you have been sucked into this stupid ass bit. <laughs> and then I like, I saw, I'm like kind of confused. And then she keeps, no, she's, she like does that with her eyes. We're all in masks. Mm-hmm. So we only have eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like doing that to like be like, no, that way, like intensifying her eyes. And I'm still looking confused. And then I take a couple steps towards her. <laughs> <laughs> 
and at that point, I, I was like, then I, I like finally let this lady off the hook and like looked at you guys' girlfriend. I was like, oh, and she like she was just like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was boy. I wish I could get that security footage yeah, camera because yeah. security was probably about ready to like swarm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, no, no, no bits in this store can last past twenty seconds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, taking a couple of steps towards the lady, like you want me to come to you, like, <laughs> oh, I felt real good. Good job, Dante. Good job. Uh, it's it's pretty funny that uh, you you did that bit. Uh, I probably would have laughed. And it's it's pretty funny that uh, you and Shugay's girlfriend are still together. It's great that love keeps kicking. Hope that we don't have to edit that intro. <laughs> Love Keeps Kicking, the title song of 2019's Love Keeps Kicking. Mm-hmm. You know, we just talked about the lead guitar and the chorus, mm-hmm. uh, but for some reason, at 12 seconds of this song, I put only noticeable, noticeable, <laughs> noticeable lead guitar of the playlist, which we already know is not true. But I'm going to play the noticeable lead guitar. Good. Anyway. It's fun. If, if your band, if any band out there can make me go like this. For listeners at home, Danny is kind of bobbing his torso forward and back while he's swaying his head uh, side to side in like a semicircle motion. Mm-hmm. I, I'm in love. I'm in love with your band. If you can make me do that. It's so much fun. I love send in your submissions. <laughs> we need episode ideas. Uh, it's it is so much fun. I love the lead guitar. Every once in a while, they will do a lead that makes me think of Thin Lizzy, and it makes me go, "Oh wow, yeah." I should, I should listen to more Thin Lizzy because I really only yeah. know the boys are back in town. Like that. That's kind of yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah, it's great. Like they they'll do solos like that every once in a while. Uh, and they'll do dual solos like that. Oh, oh, these guys are great, man. But anyway, what did you want to say about the solo? About the solo? I don't know. I thought you wanted to talk about the solo. The part I just played? Yeah. No, yeah, it was, it's good. Everything you said is right. Oh, cool. It's not a solo. Is it a solo? It's a lead. I don't know. Yeah, it's a lead. It's, 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 it's a solo, it's, but it's it's S-A-R-R-E-O instead of, you know, kind of like a bar chord. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was like, Trump was like, what does that mean? <laughs> um, it means I'm stupid. No, I, I but you're right, though. It, it, it's a solo, but it's also just kind of like a lot of like catchy licks yeah. all squished together. Yeah. Well, uh, so we talked about that lead part. We talked about uh, the the lead next part, is. I was going to, I would like to play the chorus. Okay. Love keeps kicking. Ooh, yeah. 
it's the right chords, wrong tuning, but sure. Hey, yeah, no, that's when it becomes Martha. Getting getting to that B minor is kind of hard. Oh, B minor, such a little bitch yeah, of a chord. Yeah. Especially when, you, when um, I'm switching from those country chords to to a bar chord. Yeah. Um, I hear you, man. Anyway, it's good. Good, good chorus. Mm-hmm. It's it might seem a little hypocritical because that does sort of also have the same structure and stylings of what I was criticizing earlier is that like old time rock and roll bounciness, but sure. um, I really like it in this song. It's, it's, uh, it's less doo-oppy though. Cause yeah, yeah 97 in the hallway is kind of doo-oppy and, and I get where you're coming from there. This is like, I don't know, 10 years later or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they grew up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. That course is great. It's really fun. Uh, something I really like about this song though, are the verses, the guitar on the verses. There's, it's not just straight ahead chords. There's these little like flourishes and leads kind of sprinkled throughout the verse. So that's what I'm going to play. I don't think that was the right timestamp. Yeah, there's those little like it's just letting a chord ring out and then like doing a quick little lead into the next chord and then a little flourish at the end of it. It it reminds me a lot of Ted Leo, like the way he plays guitar, um, which is somebody I'm going to give you someday unless you've already heard Ted Leo before. No, that's a blind spot for sure. Yeah, I could finally know what literally all of my friends are fucking talking about. And also a lot of the comedians on podcasts. Yeah, yeah. He's he's popular in the comedian world. Yeah, very good guitar work, as always, with these guys. Not sure why I wrote down 150. Not always. Shut up. Uh, not sure why, why I wrote down 158. I mean, that guitar was cool too, but that wasn't a verse. I don't know. You're going to have to do some soul searching. What, what was wrong with me on January 4th, 2022, when I took these notes? Yeah, this episode has been a long time in the yeah. making. Uh, we're recording this on the 16th. Uh, the, currently, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are kicking the shit no, no. out of the Philadelphia Eagles. Speaking of kicking the shit... Not 
love that. That might be the best, my, not the best, I'll say my favorite bridge of the playlist. Mm-hmm. I really like the, he, the line is, you say love keeps kicking the shit out of me, but like we talked mm-hmm. about, he, there's the one word where he says love. Love, love keeps you kicking say, the shit out of me. <laughs> no, you just do it with the one oh, word like the, we talked about. Shit. <laughs> um, and then uh, I like when the drums kick in and the vocals, like everything kind of gets a little bit more mm-hmm. intense, mm-hmm. like just very bit. slight build. Um, and that like the vocal melody, like the way he like kind of like restarts it and like loops mm-hmm. it over. I, I just really like the delivery in that part of the yeah, song. It's very cool. Did you did you watch the music video for this song by chance? I didn't because you didn't send it to me. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have sent it to you. I just watched the things you send to me. Oh, okay. It's, it's, Am I supposed to do my own research or something? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it's it's a cute music video. You should watch it. But at, at the the very end, right before it jumps back into the little chorus there, is a, something, something fun happens. Funny happens. Oh. Yeah. I do like fun funny. <laughs> it's a bummer. I'm never going to see it. I'll send it to you. Um, this is probably, I think this is competing with Ice Creams and Sun's, Ice Creams. <laughs> ice Creams, You Screams, we all screen for sunscreen, <laughs> uh, for favorite. This might be my favorite followed by Ice Cream. I don't know. It's tough. They're okay. both really good. Uh, I also like Chekhov's Hangnail mm-hmm. quite a bit, mm-hmm. then Present Tense, and then sadly, lastly, 1997 Passing in the Hallway. Okay. But yeah, it grew on me. Uh, the first few listen-throughs, you have to go, oh, I'm listening to something very specific right now. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of grows on you, and you feel a part of whatever they're singing about. Or, and you you, you kind of get enwrapped in the specific style um, and the tweeness of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did start wanting them to be the Beths, and I see the similarities. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think... I don't know. Th- there's enough differences where I could say, like, pretty definitively, I like the Beths better. Mm-hmm. They're, I can totally see why going to their show would be super fun. Oh, yeah. I bet you the people there would be respectful and <laughs> uh, not super sweaty. So, Danny, I am going to give... Martha, mm-hmm. I almost forgot their name. <laughs> I'm going to give Martha, because I liked them. There wasn't anything wholly offensive, though I was certainly a little put off by some of the tweer lyrics. Tweer. <laughs> tweer. Oh, boy. Careful. <laughs> I'm going to give them a respectable, if not going back and listening to any full albums, probably, but probably revisiting a few songs here and there. A respectable 3.4. Good. 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 Sweet. Dante, your next assignment is not a band that I've only <laughs> not a band that I've only been listening to for a little short period of time, but a band that I heard and then kind of forgot about and then heard again and then kind of forgot about again. And just recently got back into them and said, God damn it, I need to make a playlist so that I don't forget about these guys again. They are called Anxious. Oh, boy. Okay. Yes. So that'll be fun. Hmm. Uh Uh-oh. I have no, I have no, I know nothing about them. Are you feeling anxious about it? 
Well, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> felt anxious about Martha and about everything you've ever given me oh. and about everything. <laughs> um, anxious. Okay. I, I know, I know, I know not genre. Sweet. Uh, no, I know nothing about them. So, okie doke. I'm, I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess they're hardcore or hardcore adjacent. Okay. Just by the name. Okay. Maybe in a in an Iron Sheik Spanish love songs realm, mm-hmm. which I would say is maybe adjacent though further from sure. the the nuclei of hardcore. Um, we'll see. Yeah, we will see. I got to get you that fan club wallet playlist. Oh, here. that's what they're called. I remembered wallet, but I could never remember the first part. What, what did you call them the other day? Like cockstab or some shit? Cox cockstrap, I think. Cockstrap. Yeah. Yeah. Cockstrap wallet. <laughs> I couldn't remember, so you know, I went with the ridiculous. Sure. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't think it's ridiculous to have a <laughs> cockstrap or a dedicated carrier for said cockstrap. Oh, so okay. I'm sorry, anybody out there who is clearly and rightfully offended by that or anything else Danny has said. He probably assumes you're immoral if you have a cockstrap. Oh, just like, just like Ann Campbell, whom. Um, <laughs> I guess Danny said, uh, oh, happy endings are possible. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Off of 2016's Ballistas in the Pit of Me Hot. <laughs> Oof. All right. Um, hey, let's let's try it without the uh, without the accent. Okay, ready? All right. Uh, Danny introduces the first song. Take two. And action. All for their first. <laughs> you cannot tag them in this. In any post now, they can't. I am cutting. They can't all this hear out. this. <laughs> Oi, bro! <bruv. laughs> uh.